What would you like to do if money were no object? Wealth is a product of the mind. No amount of money you ever achieve will make you wealthy. Now is the time to take risk. Winners don't make excuses when the other side plays the game. Failure is just there to point you in a different direction. You're listening to the Inlight Podcast with your host, Max Starr. In this episode, I spoke with a graduate Inlight student. He has an extensive finance background as a CFO for his own tech company, which he liquidated and is using some of that money to trade stocks for a living. He wishes to remain unnamed, so in order to give a personal touch he can relate to, let's call him the graduate. This conversation is full of useful information if you are interested in becoming financially independent, learning how to trade stocks, and are interested in learning more about yourself and the way your mind works. We discuss what it means to have a balanced life and how that can be learned through building a balanced trading mentality, what it is like being a contrarian trader going against the trend, and if you are ready to become a day trader or not. Enjoy. Hey, Max. Hey, how's it going? Good, how you doing? Good, good. All right. So I have a few questions. I'd like to start with uh, one that goes to where you were before you started day trading. It's what did you do before you became a day trader and what made you want to transition from that to becoming a day trader? Sure. So uh, my story is this. I um, I have an economics background. I grew up in England and um, I was at the University of London and my uh, Career goal was always to be in finance and um, trading, and um, you know, during high school and college, I followed the markets. I loved it, um, so that that was the plan. <clears throat> However, um, you know, fate and luck would have it that um, I came to visit a friend in New York in the late '90s, um, and uh, this was just around the dot-com time. And uh, he was more of a tech engineer, and um, he saw that I was more on the business finance side. And he said, hey, why don't we uh, start a tech company? Um, So I moved here, you know, just he and I. He was already here. I moved here. Um, I was about to do a master's, but put that on hold and came out here. We started this company and um, not knowing exactly what was going to happen and where it was going to go. But um, things actually, you know, started to work out. We hired some people and uh, got office space. And uh, the two of us made it a real company. Um, and we kept that uh, tech, technology company going um, for 12 years up until 2011. And in, um, in 2011, um, we got acquired by a publicly traded company. Um, so that was kind of our um, liquidity event, our exit um, from our 12, 13 years of uh, hard work and, um, you know, me doing more um business operations and finance for a corporation and didn't even look at the stock market for that long, you know, for 12 years, yeah, well. um, you know, you're too, too busy just uh, yeah. trying, to, trying to keep the lights on. Um, although, you know, 2000s wasn't necessarily the best time to be in the market anyway, given the ups and downs. Um, but anyway, so um, got, got acquired in 2011. We stayed with the um, acquiring company um, until 2013. Um, that's when I left, and um, you know I just needed a break. I took a um, took a year off, uh, bought an apartment, got got engaged, got married. Um, you know, kind of just progressed with life events that had kind of been on hold um, during the prior 12 years. Um, and then I started dabbling in trading. Um, I didn't know what I was trading or where I was going with this, but initially, you know, I, I bought bought a few stocks and um, sold a few stocks. 
Um, and I realized that um, I enjoyed the, um, the immediacy of intraday trading um, and, you know, putting money in your pocket every day versus um, the swing trading or the medium term trading. So um, uh, 2015, um, I kind of just self-taught myself um, uh, to day trade or intraday trade and um, kind of um, started my journey back then. But uh, so a long, a long answer shortened, I was um, a f- uh, chief financial officer and chief operating officer of a technology firm before I uh, started trading. That's a really good background, actually, to head into trading because you have that background knowledge of the way the companies are working that you're potentially investing in, um, knowing how the CFO work is done and being able to look at company financials to pick apart certain trades and investments. So you started uh, teaching yourself in 2015 how to trade stocks. How did the beginning of that educational process go? Um, So my education was um, trade, (laughs) Um, you know, and I didn't um, I, th- I think part of the uh, um, why wife's more structured education wasn't wasn't hitting the spot for me was um, I kind of realized I'm a bit of a contrarian trader. Um, I like fading gap downs for a bounce. Yeah. That was my original trade that I went to. And um, there's not much you can read about that anywhere, um, you know, in, in the standard textbooks or even YouTube videos. Um, it, it's, it's a very um, uh, infrequently spoken about um, setup. Yeah. So I kind of just took, took it from there and kind of just made it my own and um, uh, <clears throat> um, did, did, did okay with it. Um, but I, I think... Uh, I just kept going with it, and um, there was there was there was limit there was um, reasonable success. However, the challenge was that, um, as we all know, is that trading is um, you know ten percent is the setup and ninety percent is the execution. Yeah. And whereas I had the uh, you know maybe I was picking the right setups, um, the execution um, had challenges because of um, you know the rookie mistakes you make. You know mm-hmm. not being take losses and double downing. And then once you've had some harrowing losses and you, you become unable to, you know, to hold on to profits and you get into yeah. this vicious, vicious circle of, um, you know, if, if you're lucky of going sideways and if you're unlucky of uh, blowing up your account. So 2015, 2016, and even 2017, well, 2015, 2016, I was really going sideways. Yeah, just playing around, uh, testing out different things. Yeah, I mean, play, playing around, testing out different strategies, but not sticking around long enough. Yeah, um, the to, classic beginner cycle of trying out a strategy, yeah. not letting it work all of its kinks out, and then switching yeah. strategies right before that strategy starts to become profitable. That, that that's correct. Um, so I yeah, you know, I had I had my standard rookie um, trader um, uh, issues, but what what yeah. kept me going was. Um, I just I still knew there was something there in terms of I, I had uh, I, I I had um, a comfort level that you know I can do this and I'm yeah. you know there's no reason for me to trade I can you know I I can do other things I'm invested elsewhere and there's other opportunities you're and not doing it for the money right away I'm, you're I'm trading with money you can yeah. afford to and, lose and I'm and also not I'm also not not I'm not doing it out of uh, being stubborn and have to continue to do this because I chose to do it. Um, I'm doing it because I genuinely, A, I genuinely love it, but B, I 
did. I, you know, I, I always felt there was there was a path to success, and it's just I, I saw I saw all the different things that need to be achieved, um, and for them all to kind of align correctly. I saw how that all needs to happen, yeah. and I just felt it was just so close. But um, just being able to kind of nail it was, you know, the challenge. Yeah. But I could I, I could see what needed to happen, um, and I also kind of and I also had. A strong gut when I saw some setups, you know, I, I still have it, you know, you and I have talk, talked about it, you know, what we call the light bulb moment. And, um, you know, I definitely see trades where a light bulb goes off and I, I'm like, this trade is going to go up or it's going to go down and I, and I call it correctly. And, um, you know, over, <clears throat> over, over the two years, um, despite having lack of any training, um, despite having a very poor trading plan, despite having poor discipline um, and mental strength, I still was break even. Yeah, um, there's something there, something special about you that yeah. you felt. And it could come from your dream growing up and going through school and learning was to potentially trade or be in economics and finances in the long-term future. And you went through that a little bit with your tech company. But this was the, you're up to the plate and this is your time to learn how to trade your time to make this into a career. That, 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 that's correct, yeah. So what did you struggle with the most when you were learning how to trade and how did you overcome that? I think the struggle is, um, you know, I, 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 I can say at this point in time, you know, taking a loss I'm okay with now and I don't double down at all yeah. and I don't change stops. I've come to peace with that. Um, I think what the most challenge I think what, what what the most challenging thing is is coming to terms um, with your trading plan. Yeah. And measuring a trading plan over a hundred trades and not over the last three trades. And that so looking at the big picture. Looking at the big picture, and and that's what's taken me. You know, so I'm only at that point in the last few months, and as a result of our. Um, of our mentorship program or the mentorship program I completed with you, yeah. I'm only at peace with that. I'm not. I'm not looking at the, the last trade. Doesn't define um, my trade plan. Whereas you know, prior to the um, mentorship, my last three trades were the new trade plan. You know, yeah. every every time something bad happened, you would adjust your trade plan to a. Uh, yeah, the reaction in. was so the fr- so the, fr- so the most frustrating part was really trying to figure out what the optimal trade plan was. And that's almost impossible if you're not going to give yourself 100 trades of correctly executed trades. And that was data I never had anyway, because I was always interfering with trades, doing bad trades. Uh Uh, So you really get, you know, everything, as I just said before, everything needs to perfectly align from a trade plan to a discipline um, perspective before you can have any any chance of of, of growing as a trader. So you need to get the technical side of it as well as the mental side or neither one of those sides will benefit you if you don't have both. I I don't think they can coexist. I don't think they can, um, uh, you can succeed without both of them in perfect alignment in the, uh, in the longer term. You might break even and then, you know, you might be lucky enough to have other sources of Mm -hmm. income, but, um, you're not going to make money. You're going to you yeah. break even at best if you have a uh, if you've got a if, if if your technicals and your mental and your trade plan aren't aren't, aren't uh, perfectly aligned. So, what outside of trading has been influenced by your methods and approach you have taken to trading and learning something new? Um, like, how is this control over your mentality and your understanding of discipline and uh, different 
aspects of learning something new coexisting benefited overall as opposed to just trading and making profits from this career? Oh, okay. Well, it's, what's, what's interesting is, is that prior to trading, I, I would have deemed myself as an extreme, a fairly um, uh, serious person who's disciplined and dedicated and yeah. hardworking. But I, I surprised myself in terms of how that's gone out the window when I was trading. Yeah. Which was which was that's, really which is really interesting to me. That's one thing I love about trading so much is it it opens your it opens you up to cracks in your mentality and the way you think, the way you work as a person that you would never find out about yourself otherwise. Yeah, I I'm a very root I'm a very uh, routine process driven person. You know, yeah. I'll, you know I'm I wake up in the morning. I have have my same breakfast. Have my same. Uh-huh. I have my same routines. Uh, go to the gym. Do the same exercise. Even want the same treadmill. I'm really, really uh, methodical that way. But uh, it's 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 really, really uh, crazy how trading. Um, even when I'm taking small risk, it's not yeah. any different. It's not any different whether I'm risking ten dollars, a hundred, or five hundred dollars. That same anxiety and pressure and uh, jitteriness um, is regardless of the dollar value it's there because of risk so this almost applies to life in the sense of i I feel like where this has all benefited your mentality and showing your to yourself that you've opened up is that you've you've grown this understanding that anything can happen in the market and you need to be you need to adapt to different situations not in the sense of adapting your strategy to fit um because a trade loss and you need to change your strategy to fit in that losing trade but more so that you need to adapt yourself to be able to work through your strategy in a disciplined manner and i feel like that aspect also affects life that anything can happen and you need to adapt to different situations while still maintaining a discipline like you said in your daily routine and structure you do things that you know like exercising you exercise because you know it's good for you that's discipline but you also have the understanding that anything can happen it's like trading structure you follow your strategy you stick to your plan but you don't get upset if you have to miss exercising for a day that's not the end of the world that's that's correct but yeah and to get to but to get to that point you need to to get to that point where you are not oblivious but um, desensitized to the outcome. You also need to have a period of successes. You need to yeah. know that you know you need to have a good run of you know ten or fifteen winning trades out of twenty twenty five to know that when the next bad run comes of you know ten losses in fifteen that you know it's 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 just a blip. Yeah. But the thing is, you're never going to get the te- you're never going to get 15 out of 25 wins um, if you don't have um, you know if if you don't have as we said the um, the technicals and the uh, and the discipline in place. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, lot a lot of chicken and eggs. Definitely, I mean, there's the discipline side of it, but then there's also just the confidence, like you said, your gut feeling um, yeah. and this confidence side of getting 15 out of 20 wins, knowing that you can succeed like that, building confidence, building that winner's mentality allows you to follow your intuition. And then you also have to have the discipline side to be able to appropriately follow that uh, intuition w- while managing your risk. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's moving parts. There's no, uh, yeah. unfortunately you can't master one thing first and then try to master something else. It's all, yeah. the all aspects of it have to coexist perfectly to move forward. And then that, that right there is the, you know, the challenge with trading. Yeah. It is that it's not, you can go in and one day learn technicals and then, 
you know, next week learn discipline and then the week after that, you know, learn yeah. something else yeah. and it's all going to work perfectly on week four. And, uh-huh. it's, and it's amazes, it, it amazes me how congruent this is with day-to-day life in that sense is if you're, if you only focus on your physical health, then you can drain yourself mentally and emotionally. You could drain yourself financially. If you only focus on a single or one or two areas of life and you let the others fall down, then they're going to weigh down what you're succeeding at and you're not going to grow as a person overall. You have to have everything growing to a certain extent to be able to grow overall. Same with trading is to be a successful trader and to grow your account, you need to have everything in line, your discipline, your mentality. You need to have everything in line to actually be a successful trader. Otherwise, what you're lacking is going to hold back what you're good at. Yeah, no, I'd agree. This isn't this isn't a job. It's a uh, it's it's a rebirth of a part of you which really has to learn so many different things other than, you know, is what you you know, being trained at a job is one thing, but learning yeah. to trade is it's a complete overhaul of who you are. Definitely. Do you feel like that intrigues you? Part of the intrigue of becoming a day trader too, you had that little period between when you um, you left the company that overtook your tech company. There are two years in between there before you started teaching yourself day trading. Do you feel like in that process you developed or in that time period you developed sort of that sense you wanted to learn how to day trade. You wanted to learn how to trade stocks since you were young, but there's kind of that intrigue that it's more than just a nine to five job. It's so much more than that. Uh, and the fact that it's I, yeah, I didn't know I did not know the the depth and intricacies of how challenge challenging this is mentally yeah so it's a bit uh, of a surprise or for me anyway for me it is but you know I'd, I'd wake up I'd, I'd wake up one morning and you say oh something's up three percent oh that must be easy why don't you just you know <laughs> buy it when it's up two percent sell it when it's up three percent put x you know thousand dollars towards it and yeah. There you I, go. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Yeah. So it, it and that's it, that's what it looks like from the outside. I mean, all the when you look on social media, you look up day trading or stock trading, forex trading, cryptocurrencies now, especially on social media and on the internet, is that's it. Look, it appears that way. That oh, this is really easy. Just follow me, and you'll get rich. Yeah. I I, th- I think look, I think you know, there's one when you're day trading, you're not really looking at any fundamentals. So that's out the window. Having any opinion on whether it's Facebook or Twitter or, you know, General Mills, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're, really, you're really looking at some signals which the entire market's looking at and I'd say 80% are construing it the same way. Um, yeah, and that's the really, herd. You're trading it, yeah, with the herd. It's the herd. That's the, easy, the herd's the easy part. It's, yeah. you know, it's really coming up with a trading plan that gives you edge. Um, over the edge is key. And gives you... Um, and, and gives you a comfort level that you can trade seamlessly the same plan over 100 trades without going back every two or three trades and being reactive. And I think if you can go over 100 trades and trade them to plan um, and wake and, and end up with positive edge, you know, I think that's a huge milestone in trading. Definitely. That edge... If you're just with the herd the entire way, well, 90% of the traders in the herd fail. So if you're with the herd, yeah. chances are you're going to be with that 90% that fail. Yeah. It's that edge that puts you in the top 10%. Yeah, and it's and it's sticking to that and um, knowing that you're not going to get 100% out of every trade. Um, you may only get 60% of the move, but be okay with that and put that in your pocket and move on to the next setup. But obsessing over how could I have got 80% or out of that trade 
instead of 60, you know, I, I don't, I think that's circular movement. Um, I think you want to just be, I think you need to be at peace with your trade plan. Yeah, definitely. Over, over, uh, over a significant number of trades. So I briefly mentioned uh, stock trading marketing online and how that's impacted. Do you feel like that allured you into this career in 2015 when you decided, hey, I'm just going to pick this up and teach myself how to do it? What inspired you to make that move to start from scratch and just learn? Not completely from scratch. You had a lot of knowledge in finance. But in terms, as you have mentioned, the complexities and intricacies of stock trading, you're starting from nearly scratch in that sense. What inspired you to pick up the ball and run with it? Uh, well, as I said, I always wanted to do it. And I think, you know, um, it was a time of my life where I could have gone and done another startup um, or or I could have chosen to do something that I was enjoying when I started it. Yeah. And, um, Were there any outside influences on you to make that decision? No, no, it was, um, you know, I, I think it's very important. I mean, I, I, I'm married and, you know, I had family obligations. So, you know, obviously you need to get buy-in from, or significant people that are in, you know, that are impacted by your financial decisions. But mm-hmm. luckily, I had the full support of my wife. But no, I think if, for me, it was, you know, it's now or never, to be honest, and let's just, let's just do this and uh, give it a go. Um, that, that gave you the drive to a lot of people when they go when they're going sideways, they're break even for one or two years, most people would just give up at that point that this isn't for them, they need to start earning an income. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, if I if I could, I, I think it's any trader that only that needs to be pulling money out, or I think I know there's other I think for the majority of new traders, there's obviously going to be exceptions that think they can pull out money consistently to have a reasonable lifestyle. Yeah. In the USA, um, I think you need to give yourself 18 months at least um, and, you know, plan for even longer. Yeah. Um, in, in my opinion, I know you hear stories of people that, you know, start taking money out within six months. And that's great. And I'm sure there absolutely are those. But as you probably as I'm sure you can vouch for this more than me, is that the majority of, are, are going to take 18 to 24 months sorry, eight, 18 months or, you know, even longer. Yeah, I've seen too many people trying to take money out of their accounts as an income when they were definitely not ready to start focusing because that not only does that decrease their account size, if they scale out pulling out money as an income in a smart way, it doesn't decrease the account size too much. But what it really does is it affects your mentality. Once you pull that first paycheck out of your account, then that completely changes your mentality. Once you realize that money, not just realized gains from closing a trade, but it's actually in your bank account, out of your trading account, it's spendable. You could walk into a store and pay for something with that money directly from your trade uh, profits. That changes the way you see profits when you're trading day to day because you can add real life context to the money that you're making. And that has a lot of beginner traders focus on their profits more when it's too soon for them to be focusing on how much they're making when they should be focusing on just consistently making profits. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I, I think money should... I. I don't even think money should be the um, the metric by which you measure Definitely yourself. I, I know that's completely counterintuitive to trading. Yeah, and finance. But the, the, the metric is the efficiency of your trades, the uh, the total risk reward. Uh, I think nothing nothing's more important than risk reward. Um, even the uh, you know even the win rate is uh, you know it's a very blurry statistic. Yeah. Um, 
it's your, it's your, it's your risk reward. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a win rate of over 50% and your risk reward is over one to one, then you'll make profits. That's great. Yeah. But, you know, telling everyone, you know, having an 80% win rate is great. And it sounds like you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a genius, but what's the other side of the story? Exactly. You know, what's your average, what's the, what is your average win rate? So yeah. I, I don't think the focus can be um, money. I think you should measure in, I measure in, in risk um, or my return times risk and, and whatever the outcome is yeah. in dollar terms, that's what it is. But every month, if you can even add on, you know, one unit of risk um, return, you know, over each month, that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. And that scales very fast, exponentially. Yeah. So you mentioned briefly about having the support of family as you went through this process of learning how to trade. And that's a huge thing in this uh, career is outside support like that from your closest friends and family, because this is such an, as we spoke about, such an emotionally, uh, emotionally in-depth career. It really tears your mentality apart introspectively. And having that full support from the people around you can completely change whether you survive or don't survive in this industry. Do you feel like you felt that at all, that having that support is, was a huge factor in you pushing through those two years of being break-even trading, getting to a point where you are now making consistent profits. Um, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I think um, you know I was in the uh, in the fortunate position that uh, you know I had had a liquidity event from my other company and um, you know have other investments um, and you know I didn't have to rely on a trading income to um, to pay the bills. Um, so you know that that that's that's. Um, makes me a little more unique than a lot of new traders starting out yeah um but uh, i mean a lot of new traders starting out right i could stop you right there that that's a bunch of 18 year olds with their two thousand dollars in savings that they're throwing into the market yeah that is a completely different um uh, um you know that, that's a completely different challenge and that is yeah. and it's an inappropriate challenge. I like to word it that way because they, what, if you're what, in that financial position, you should not be risking your life savings trying to get rich quicker, trying to get this income because you're upset with the way your uh, path in life is going if you're unhappy with college and your education um, so, and you yeah. are allured yeah. to trading and making money this way. Sometimes it's not you don't you're not in the financial position to be risking your money in the stock market. No, I, I, so I agree. So, um, yeah, see, so one of I think one of my more mental challenges not related to the trading itself but just to the profession of trading is um you know i think there is a preconceived notion especially for day traders that don't work at who work for themselves that they have those you know they they, they have nothing else to do so they just trade yeah um so i you know i i, I even felt that like oh he's he's kind of lost so he started trading mm-hmm. um, you know, so, you know, so and, and this is coming from someone that successfully sold his company and, you know, has, you know, is financially independent. But, you know, I can step pressure. Yeah, you earn that position. Yeah, but that, that pressure on, um, you know, someone that's just starting out with limited funding, um, limited capitalization, um, you know, it's it, that's that's an added that's an added pressure as well. That, yeah, you know, that's interesting. People, people generally look down on day traders. Oh, 100%. I completely agree. Yeah. Then you then you add in, um, you know, all this, um, and it's probably a different question, but all this online marketing by um, these trading schools um, yeah. just adds a whole new dimension of, um, I'll, I'll say what I think, um, of sleaziness. Um, you know, you've got a, uh, 
you got a toxic um, a, t- a toxic environment where a you think you know a you're worried about what people are thinking of you trading and then b you see all these people on YouTube posting all their fast cars and their profits and you're not that way and um, you're not that way yet and you just kind of you know that can that can get you down. Yeah, there's two very distinct poles in society's view towards day trading. There's the, okay, you're a gambler, you're just gambling your money in the stock market, and you're not going to get anywhere with that. It's just because you're either bored or lazy. And then there's also the people who admire the profitable traders or seemingly profitable traders on social media, and they want to be that. They aspire to be exactly like those people and they expect to be exactly like those people which those preemptive expectations headed into the career is as you said very toxic yeah yeah so um so what you have to contend with it's not a um yeah it's by no means a uh a standard getting a job um no, it's not are, the normal path that's for sure yeah so you got to contend with the challenges of trading itself with the challenges of losing your livelihood with the challenges of a uh, a lot of online marketers that paint a very incorrect picture and then dealing with uh, the perception of uh, traders in, in just general society. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, society's view on day trading, I hope, will change in the next few years um, as market volatility starts to switch towards a shorter term perspective. So we'll see how that goes. What is something you wish someone had told you at the beginning of your journey that you've either learned now or a lot of times you don't want to butterfly effect say that you would tell yourself something at the start that would change to where you are now? What would you tell somebody starting their journey or it could be yourself? that you have learned now that you wish you knew at the start? A lot of wish, a lot that I wish I knew. Um, I, I will say this. I would say that um, for me, um, starting as a contrarian trader, I, I think is very hard. I think there's, um, I, I think you need to migrate to that after learning to be a regular breakout trader um, and then make the switch over once you understand breakouts and breakdowns so you can understand fades. Um, and maybe that's too, too, too specific an answer, but um, I think for me, um, I, th- I think I, it was. I think if I'd followed more standard breakout and breakdowns, I would have had a much faster learning curve. Now, do you think that's just because the current education sources online focus on breakout and breakdown trades? I mean, you mentioned those as standard, but there really is no standard strategy in the stock market. Besides um, buy low, sell high is probably, I, I guess you could say, a standard. I, I, I think there's, I, I looking at my own results, I, I think there's better setups on these more standard strategies yeah. um, versus the contrarian strategies. They're a lot simpler. When you're following the trend, it's a lot simpler. Yeah. It's a lot simpler to learn about technical analysis, levels of support and resistance, um, trend analysis, whereas if you're yeah. a contrarian, contrarian trader it's a lot more difficult to learn the different nuances and aspects of that contrarian trading style right so i I think someone should migrate to that after learning the basics so start Um, basic start with simple strategies and then start to get into more complex market mentality strategies like going against the trend i i think so in my opinion yeah and i think part of that is um just the flow of good trades to take um there's more um doing the standard 
breakdowns and, and breakouts. Um, whereas if you're solely, uh, you know, a contrarian trader, you get less opportunities. And then when you're trying to do, you know, three, four trades a day, you know, and you're only and you're only given <clears throat> one trade a day or two trades a day, it can start to get frustrating because neither of those two trades that you're given might be of any quality, but you kind of just take those trades because you have to, you know, you need to put the money in your pocket. And um, it's very interesting you mentioning needing to put money in your pocket coming from the mental perspective of not expecting to gain any profits during your educational phase. But even if you're not expecting to get profits, make a living or earn any sort of income while you're learning how to trade, there still is that slight expectation that you're going to make profits because that's the entire reason why anybody Right. Well, you let, don't go into the stock market purposely trying to lose all your money. No, no. So let me re- re- rephrase that. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I know I said it's not about money, but yeah, yeah, by by putting return in your pocket. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's really that. I mean, you need to take some trades to get return, right? And if Correct. you've only got if you if you if you've only got scrappy setups and that's the only thing you see, then you're going to ultimately take it, you yeah. know, to get your one R or two R, but they're not going to give you a win rate um, that you need. Yeah, and it's it's not a so healthy like, trading style to just take yeah, the scraps. So I think I think a contrarian trader is someone that has been trading for a while, knows all the setups, has a much bigger account, and um, doesn't need to take so many trades a day. In yeah. fact, only needs to take a handful of trades a week, if if that. Um, but you know, they go big, and their risk reward in those trades are good, and um, they understand you know the hundred trades and the trade plan and. Yeah. Um, realize that you know two or three trades in a row might not work, but the four, five, and six will give them a much better um, return than those three losses. Mm-hmm. You need but, to understand market psychology before you can start utilizing reverse psychology. That, that's 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 a good way to put it. Yeah. So now that you've made it as a trader, you're trading, you're earning consistent profits from trading. Where do you see yourself in five years? Whether this is trading, finance related, just in general life, self development that you've learned all this about yourself, your emotions, your mentality, the way discipline works in your head, all the things that you've learned from trading. And now that you've made it to this point of profitability as a trader, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, so I still I still love the intraday trading. And, uh, you know, I'd like to take that where I can and obviously size up. And uh, but I'd also, you know, I'd like to add in, um, you know, different different trading styles to um, complement what I'm doing, um, some swing trading, um, you know, maybe some options trading. But um, I think right now is, you know, kind of enjoy the breaking out and enjoy the um, the scaling up and, you know, be measured and methodical and in, in how I do that. And, you know, it's taken me, you know, two, three years to get here. And I imagine it will take me another two, three years to, you know, to get um, to, to be able to systematically um, handle much bigger size um, so I mean I'm in no rush, even if it's more of the same, yeah. Uh, but with bigger size, I'm I'm okay with that. But you know, in a perfect world, yeah, add some swing, add some options, etc. Um, but that's that's all for another day. Today it's um, and tomorrow and next month is um, add on a little bit of risk each each month and um, try to uh, take out a little bit of extra risk each month as well in return. So you're looking to just scale up your uh, trading risk, scale up your trading knowledge. And in the meantime, scaling up your lifestyle as you work your way through your trading career. That's that's correct, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. This is all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you for answering all these questions and for speaking on the podcast. Thanks, Max. I appreciate it. 
Good luck. I hope you enjoyed and learned something from this conversation. I'd like to say thank you again to The Graduate for joining me on this podcast episode. Come back next Friday to listen in on my next discussion. In the meantime, you can stay updated with what Inlight is up to by following us on social media at Inlight Trading with an underscore on Twitter. My name is Max Starr, and this is the Inlight Podcast. Have a great weekend and a great week. Try to make every day better than the one before.